brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite-only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. You're listening to Rated Red on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? What's going on, baby? It's your man, Rev. And you are now tuned in to another edition of Rated Rev on the Buffalo Fanatics Network, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and the Business Master Pro, John P. I would smash that like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so, and let's Get this thing popping, baby. Come on. It's a roll call. I need to know where you guys are watching from. I've got Jeff Newton all the way from Boston. What's happening, baby? What's going on, baby? So glad to be here with y'all. I'm going to tell y'all right now, man. Yo, do y'all want to see that commercial one more time? Because that is the energy I'm on right now. That is the energy I am on right now. I'm like, yo, forget everybody right now. Forget all the talk. Forget all the naysayers, all the haters. Everybody's been running their mouth, flapping their gums this entire week about Josh Allen. Yo, how you gonna let somebody talk about your man? Yo, Josh, that, that's all I got. Josh is all I got. Yeah, he made some mistakes. It's all good. That's in the past, baby. But you gonna act like, like, like he ain't nobody now? Now forget that. Now we're not gonna have that. We're not gonna have it, baby. We're not gonna have it. It's Josh Allen all day every day it's the bills all day every day let them talk but i'm about fed up with all this nonsense baby i'm fed up with it and that's exactly the type of energy that i'm on right now alpha robbins all the way from jersey what's happening kent betts what's going on girl from nowhere new york mos st louis what is happening everybody i can get look look as everybody files in right now don't forget to smash the like Hit the subscribe button, but I've got to. I've got to play this one more time. I have got to play this little Scarface. I'm calling Scarface Mafia. I gotta do it one more time, just because, yo, it fired me up, man. It fired me up, 
and I want to see it one more time because I hope it fires you guys up. So this this this, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do right now. I gotta watch it. Check it out. Here we go. Scarface Mafia, baby. Let's get it. Okay. You wanna play us? Okay. Say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Exactly how I'm feeling. Man, yo. I'm fired up. I'm revved up. I need y'all to be revved up with me. Okay? I need y'all to be revved up with me because this is game day eve, baby. Game day eve. Your Buffalo Bills home opener. The home opener against the Las Vegas Raiders. All I got to say right now is this. Raiders, sorry, not sorry. But the Bills are about to beat the brakes off of y'all. Okay? Bills are about to beat the brakes off of the Raiders. I did, that's how I'm feeling right now, especially coming off of that game last week. Poo-poo game. We already know it. No need to rehash it. But, yo, Josh Allen and the Bills playing home, home opener right now. Oh, come on, baby. Come on. Redemption. Can y'all say redemption with me? Redemption. Yo, Anthony, Anthony's with me. Anthony Palmier says, yo, we got to smack tomorrow. Oh, what's happening? Make no mistake about it. Nobody is in here even doubting. It's, it's, it's not. This is without question. Without question. Bill's about to put the smack down on him. This is a redemption game. Josh is about to light it up. And we're going to talk about all of that here in today's show. So welcome, everybody. If this is your first time, it's your man Rev on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. You are watching Rated Rev on Saturdays, baby. Saturday's 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, game day eve. Last week, it wasn't quite game day eve because we played Monday night, but now we're feeling, we're feeling it because the game is tomorrow. The game is tomorrow. I'm pumped. I'm revved up. And my objective is to get y'all revved up for this game. If I don't get y'all revved up, then I failed. But I ain't no failure. So we're going to get this thing popping. Let's get it popping, baby. Hey. As I had mentioned, this is the home opener for the Buffalo Bills. I know there's going to be some crazy, crazy tailgates going on. And if you guys, if any of y'all watching, are going to be at the game, I want to know if you're going to be at the game. So if you're going to be at the game, let me know right now in the chat if you're going to be there. But I've got to ask, and, and really just want to, want to talk about, yo, some tailgating tips and tricks. And I'm asking you guys, all right, I'm asking y'all, because I have never in all of my life been to a National Football League game. And I certainly haven't been to a Bills game ever in all my life. That's got to change this year, okay? It has to change. And so I've always been very curious and interested in the whole tailgating experience. Now, I like to eat. I like to have fun, and so I can only imagine what tailgating is like, not just across 
you know, the, the, the NFL with all the different fan bases and how they do it, but really with, with, with the mafia, because there, there, there has to be no doubt. The Buffalo bills has to have probably one of the top five tailgating experiences in all of football. I'm willing to bet it with as crazy as the mafia is. And from, from some of the stuff that I've seen, the Bills Mafia has to have one of the top five tailgating experiences in the National Football League. And so I'm curious to know, just from you guys' perspective, those who, 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 are, who are local, who are in Buffalo or in the area, um, or who may have season tickets and, and are constantly at the Bills games and tailgating it up, yo, what are some tips and tricks to tailgating? First of all, if you are tailgating um, this weekend, yo, let me know what's, what's, what y'all are doing right now. Like, what is the go-to? What is your guys' go-to meal for tailgating? So if I'm going to go to a Bills tailgate, first and foremost, what is, tell, me, tell me what I should experience. What should I prepare myself to experience? The type of food. I'm already assuming, you know, you, you know you're going to have some wings or whatever. Let me know, like, what are some of the, the staples for Bills Mafia tailgates? That's what I want to know. 916, yeah, wings and beer. Sounds like a plan. Wings and beer. Love it. Uh, Wegman subs. Okay. So when y'all talk about subs, like what kind of sub? Like is there like a staple sub sandwich? A go-to Bill's Mafia sub sandwich? You know what I'm saying? Because like, now don't hate. Now I'm a, I haven't had a sub sandwich in a while, but you know, I, I like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meatball sub guy. I like the meatball sub. If I go to Subway, I like the meatball sub. But I, I don't, I haven't really, you know, experienced a whole lot. So, like, what, what do y'all throw up in it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? Anthony says, yo, chicken finger. All right? I need to know, man. Because in case, in case your man happens to pop in on a game this, this year, and I've got my eyes set on the, on the Cowboys game. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. But I've got my eyes set on the Bills-Cowboys game. And so if I can make it, I would like to hop out there and, and, and kind of try out the tailgating experience because I got to get it. So I need to know what it is. So I'm, so I'm seeing wings and beer. I'm seeing uh, uh, sub sandwiches. What is it, man? What else, what else can I expect? <laughs> Yo, I was talking about Subway and you laughing, LOL. Hey, man, don't. Hey, bro. I'm sorry, man. I, I told you. Like, I don't really have a big experience with the whole sub sandwich eating thing. You know what I'm saying? The whole, you know, hey, it's all I got. But I like the sub. I, I like the subway. I mean, I, I like the uh, the meatball sub. So I'm down. I'm down to try something else, man. I really am. Beef on wet. Y'all have heard about that. Fresh horseradish. Roll needs to be crusty and salty from Scott Blakely. Okay. I ain't never tried a beef on wet before. But I've heard it is slapping. So. I need to write that down. Beef on wet. I gotta, I, I gotta check that one out. Beef on wet. And I'm in Texas, so you know, you know, they don't, they don't get down like that. They don't get down like that. So I'm saying wings and beer. Do y'all really be be uh be hooking the wings up, man? On at a, at a tailgate. How how do y'all eat your wings at a tailgate? Are they just fried or or, or are they grilled? Are they smoked? Like, what is your, how, how do y'all get down with your wings on the tailgate? Bison chip dip. Bison chip dip is the best. Never heard of it. 
Never had it. Bison chip dip. Okay. Let me ask this question. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Grown and legit says, yo, don't forget to go to Anchor Bar, especially if it's your first time in Buffalo. We'll do. Anchor Bar. There's, there's some joints, man, that I've been hearing about that I want to check out. So what should not be allowed at a Bill's tailgate? What, what, what should not be allowed? I don't know if I don't, I don't care if it's if it's from from what you what you bring meal wise, you know, if it's if it's, you know, uh, if it's what you're wearing. I, I don't know. Hook me up. Act, act like, you know, hey, this is, this is my first time here. I'm a Bill's tailgate. What should not be allowed? What should I not do? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't need I don't I don't need Bill's Mafia laughing me all the way back to Texas. But like, yo, Rev is tripping. He don't know what he's doing. Hook me up. Give me some tips. What should not be allowed at a Bill's tailgate? <laughs> Cruise food and more says, yo, Bud Light. Bud Light. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm 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 really I'm really I'm really curious, man. Um, let me see here. Yo, Mike. Oh, hold on, my bad. Where'd where it go? So Mike App says, yo, go to the bar, prohibition right in front of the stadium. Good food. Okay, prohibition. Can anybody confirm that? Prohibition. 916 says, yo, uh, the opposite, the opposing team's jersey. Well, obviously, 916, I'm not going to be rocking, rocking an opposite team, an opposing team's jersey. That's not going to happen. You ain't got to worry about that. The B-Free says, yo, crack. <laughs> I ain't going to be rocking an opposing team's jersey, and I ain't going to be on crack. You can, you can bet that, okay? They ain't got to worry about that. So, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm reading through the comments right now. So is anybody is anybody tailgating right now? Like, how early do y'all tailgate? Is it just like today, like all day Saturday, y'all tailgate? Is it just the get the day of the game, or or is it like do y'all just take like Friday off and you just make it a whole weekend out of it? You know, because I heard there's a huge camper scene, you know, in Buffalo at the stadium. So like, I wonder if, if y'all like you camp at the at the stadium, you camp in the RV lots or whatever, and you just make a whole weekend out of it up to the game. Like what like what what do y'all do out there in Buffalo, man? I, I need to know. How long, how long do y'all be be tailgating? This is dope, man. I really like this. This is giving me some some needed information. Patriots fans not allowed. Heck no, Kim, they ain't allowed. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. So anyway. You guys go ahead and drop your comments in there, man. I'm just, like I said, I'm just curious about the tailgating tips and tricks. What are some go-to meals? I got beef on wet. Uh, I see the wings and beer. Got that. Check. What should not be allowed? Got that. And I'm curious to know what else you guys are talking about here as far as the tailgating tips and tricks, do's and don'ts. But needless to say, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm about positive. That the tailgating right now in Buffalo is probably just lit all the way up. That's what I'm willing to bet. Home opener, man. Coming off of the loss. Hosting the Raiders. Josh Allen, the Bills come. You look, I bet it's crazy right now. I bet I bet it's crazy right now. But I'm excited about it. And I'm excited that you guys are joining me right now. I'm excited that you guys are tuning in to Rated Rev. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Go to support bf.com to follow the fanatics in all things related to the Buffalo Bills. Let's keep it moving, man. I want to talk about yo Bills weekend review. Bills weekend review. Some of the things that have come out of Buffalo um 
Warm Bills Drive this week. And uh, there, there's, yo, the, 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 the media scene or the news this week has been crazy. It's been crazy, right? We already know. We already know off, off the rip, man. Vultures have been out. The Vultures have been going crazy surrounding Josh Allen and the Bills. And a lot of the heat has been zeroed in on Josh Allen after that performance Monday night. And, hey, um, a lot of it is warranted. But then at the same time, much of it is not warranted, right? But, hey, when you're the, when you're the franchise quarterback, you got to take it all. You got to take the applause when you're doing well, but you also got to be willing to, 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 to take all the, all the, all the slaps in the face, all the punches, all the, you know what I'm saying, the pitchforks, all that. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when the team loses, especially when you play bad. You know what I'm saying? So, excuse me. So yeah, Josh has been. He's been. You know, he's ran the gamut, and he has been just the 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 lightning rod of Bills uh heat this entire week. We couldn't come off of it, right? I, I I told I told Rico last week, I think it was on the pregame show. I, he was asking, like, like, yo, uh, what's the what's the pressure, man? Who has the most pressure? The Bills or the Jets? And I said, you know, emphatically the, the Bills do. If they, they they can't lose this game. If they lose it, like like the like if they lose it all all hell's gonna be right, it's gonna break loose during the week, right? They can't lose it, especially after all the hype that the Jets have been getting this all offseason. They cannot lose this game. The pressure's all on the Bills. He disagreed. Well, we see what happened. Bills lost, and look, look, look what happened, right? So, so Josh Allen's been getting it, man. Like, like the entire National Football League, yo, the entire national sports media has been attacking Josh like crazy. And I'm, yo, I'm defending my man. Defending my man. Because, yo, you ain't going to talk about him like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He had a bad game, but you, but you, but to act like he's just trash and garbage, nah, not having it. So he's so, so out, out of one Bill's drive, yo, it's, it's been that. But then, in all, but also, then you get, you get Bill's reporter Maddie Glab going on record, and you know Hot Mike, and I'm saying uh, was on and and said some things that that she wish she had not have said. It came out, you know, about Diggs, and uh, you know, basically just just saying, you know, that like like hey, he 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 acts like this to everybody, right? To all the reporters, and and uh, as you know, I th- I think that last statement is kind of what what was focused on the most and what Diggs focused on because yo he he clapped back and he didn't appreciate it. And so you got that man and and, and yeah she put out her statement and she apologized and all that. I'm not gonna get all into it too much, but it was a thing. It was a thing. It's in the past, right? Uh at least we would hope so. But man, we can't we can't let that stuff happen. Now we already got we already have these things happening this week off of the loss. I mean you just adding more fuel to the fire and we got that going on. Cannot keep on having it, man. This has been a weird, wacky uh, news week, man, for the Buffalo Bills. It's been crazy. It's been crazy, man. Like, like I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Williams says, yo, yo, the, the media is stupid. Fantas- yeah, absolutely, man. It, it's stupid. It's wild, you know. But then you can't have your own local reporters, man, like like adding fuel to the fire. Whether you meant it or you didn't, or you're just trying to backtrack it and, and you know, save face, whatever. It was said. 
it was said and it shouldn't have been said. Period. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't have been said. And and yo, these these players at the end of the day, man, yo, they're, they're human beings. They're human beings. And the last place they want is it's like, yo, I want to like like I'm taking all the bullets from the national media about about what happened, you know, over the course of the week. Stefan Diggs been taking a lot of bullets all offseason, right? And, and questioning his character and all this kind of stuff. The last thing he wants to do is come home to Buffalo and have to face this stuff from his own reporters. Putting more questions about his character into play. You know what I'm saying? So, like, wild. Like, we got to – this is not what we want to focus on, man, this year. Okay? Get it together, Bills. Get it together. One Bills drive. Get it together, period. Okay? We can't have it. Now, uh, let's move on, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hash. I don't want to, I don't want to get too, too, too far in the weeds, right? I don't want to get too far in the weeds. So we're gonna move on. We go, we gonna move on. But I, I see you, Robin Brown. I see you, Robin Brown. I see you. Okay, just know that. <laughs> just know I see you. Uh, it was wild. So anyway, we got that going on this week. It's been crazy, but you know after. You know, sometimes we can kind of get emotional, right? After certain performances and certain, you know, losses, we get very, very emotional with a lot of things, myself included. And uh, we looked at at Josh's performance, and and we like to just, you know, throw stones at Josh for what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like he had multiple interceptions in that game. What was it three interceptions? Four, three interceptions, right? To to Whitehead, four turnovers, total turnovers in that game. And we're like, Yo, Josh, what are you doing? And we see some of these like still photos, see still clips about Josh's interceptions. We're like, yo, you got a guy wide open here. You got a guy wide open here. Josh, I don't know what you're seeing. This, that, and the third. And we're pointing fingers at Josh. Guy has regressed, right? It's the narrative. Josh has regressed. Josh misses Brian Dayball. Josh is inaccurate. Without Brian Dayball, Josh is nobody. We're seeing all of this stuff, right? But I wanna, I wanna. Take this time right now, and uh, after kind of you know being tempered a little bit and and, and allowing the emotions to kind of subside, I want to show you guys a, a a video of Kurt Warner. Shout out my man Kurt Warner. Um, he put out this on his own podcast. Um, it's um called QB Confidential. My oh, man Kurt Warner put this out. QB Confidential. Um, go to YouTube, follow him at, at Kurt Warner QBC. He put out this video, and I want to play it. Um, I, obviously, I'm not playing the whole thing, but I just I just kind of clipped it. It's 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 almost three minutes, but Kurt Warner was he was uh, he was dissecting the film of Josh Allen's interceptions. Okay, and he showed a completely different side of things that I don't think many in the national media world, and even probably to us, saw. We didn't realize. We were quick to point the finger to Josh Allen about some of these interceptions, but Kurt Warner, former quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback, broke the film down for us, and uh, this is what Kurt Warner had to say. Again, this is just, just under three minutes, so stick with me here. I'm going to try to make it as entertaining as possible. Um, I've got some music in the background, so it's just, so you're just not listening to a guy just, just break down film. But it's very interesting and very intriguing, all right? And I'll probably pause and break in a little bit, um, you know, just kind of keep the thing moving. But check out what Kurt Warner had to say about some of Josh Allen's interceptions, which is 
a, a stark difference to what a lot of people in the national media have been saying. Check this out. I know every interception is on the quarterback. I don't believe that. Obviously, I played quarterback, so it's easy for me to say that. But details, details, details. I harp on it all the time here on Study Ball that details are so important. So I want to show you some of the details. Details, that I baby. Led details are important. To the interception that Josh Allen had. Spacing. So here we go on the interception. Okay. So again, now we've got two receivers doing it. Same idea. Sauce is going to try to midline both of them. Safety right here. Okay, so we got the outbreaker. Let's go back and see where the ball was. Okay, so the ball is now right here. So we'll just say it's on the 43 yard line. So I want to see that receiver get at least to the 47 on the other side. Love to see him get all the way to the 45 because further he pushes, the more this guy gets back the more space I have between these two and the better chance I have right here. Okay, so as we come out, right? Sauce does the read here. He jumps the flat, but look at where this corner route is. Look at how tight that corner route is to Sauce. Look how tough that throw is, even though the read is He's jumped down on the flat. We should be throwing it up into this area of the field and we should have a big chunk throw. The other aspect, look, he's already breaking. This guy's already going sideways. We wanna be able to let this thing go as our guy's just breaking out of this so we can hold off the safety and he can't break on the football. He's already coming sideways because we're already leaning. Now look at this. I mean, we're throwing this ball. Josh is throwing this ball about four yards from the numbers. That should be a pretty good position to be able to beat the safety uh, with this throw. Problem, mm. as I said, is route depth. Okay, where's the route depth on this one? Right there. Okay, Gabe, okay, it's all you. Come out of it, starts to lean right around the 50 yard line. Right there, see how he's already leaning outside? He's already leaning outside here. Allowing this guy to squeeze that gap. Five more yards. If I run five more yards right here, what's this guy doing? He's backing up. He's backing up. He's backing up. I'm on his toes. He's afraid of me going past him. I'm on his toes. I break this five yards away from him. I break this at seven yards. Now he gets to break with me. Now we try to throw this thing. Maybe even a little bit late throwing it because we rushed our route right here. Boom. Undercut by Whitehead. Interception. Game over for the Jets. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Fresh out of the mouth of Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner. First of all, thank you guys, man, for, for watching that. Um, I knew it was kind of lengthy, but, yo, Kurt was just – I felt there was there was so much information within that that I just didn't want to just clip it without giving context. But – so when you look at when you when you go back and, and you look at those interceptions, especially that one that he showed to, to, to Whitehead, um, the first the Bills and Dorsey ran that high low combination quite a bit against the Jets, um, where you have one running that 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 corner, um, and then another one having the, running that like that the shallow route to the to the sideline, and it gives Josh these two options, a high and low option, and and his first read is the high option, so he works his way from 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 high to low. And and I and I saw that many people were looking, um, uh, at the game and they saw yo well you got Stephon Diggs running free across the middle and, and, 
you know, inside. And we saw that. And I'm and I saw it too. And I'm like, you know, when you look at the still photo, you're like, dang, man, he missed him wide open. And then you wonder, like, how come he didn't hit digs? Well, I think in the progression of it, 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 it goes from high to low. It goes from, and that was Gabe Davis running the high. And then it looked like Dal- Dalton Kincaid running the low. And then digs underneath. And so you've got that combination and you got that route progression. So Josh's eyes are going high and low. And if it's run properly, he has those first two options that are going to be open. The problem, though, was what Kurt Warner alluded to. It was the route depth. In other words, the guy who was running that high route, Gabe Davis, did not get proper depth in his route to push the, the, the DB back and to push the safety off. And so by virtue of that, he 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 narrowed the gap in the distance between Sauce Gardner, who was playing the low, and allowed him to either to really just pick and choose what he wanted to, 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 to capitalize on. That is huge. And I remember hearing Stefan Diggs say that um I think uh before here recently he had he had talked about um and, and I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but he had talked about kind of what he says to the receivers and he talks about like like as a captain, he talks about yo, hey, making sure that you, hey, you, you guys get your proper depth and 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 you're running this route properly and this and that and the other, because that makes a huge difference, right? As as Kurt Warner alluded to, if you guys are not if 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 Gabe had have ran that route properly, took the proper depth and pushed the DB back, it would have number one gotten himself open more, but then it also would have would have made Dalton Kincaid be open as well, and it would have put Soft's Gardner, who was kind of playing in between in conflict and go, go watch, go watch the rest of that film from Kurt Warner uh, because he really breaks down the other interceptions too, but that they ran that, that combination a lot and it works if the receivers are running the proper depth. But then on top of that, Gabe Davis, not only did he, did he, did he, did he not run the proper depth? It was a terrible route. He had zero nuance in how he ran that route. He didn't, he didn't try to fool the DB or nothing. He just rolled the route. He rolled it off. He rolled his route off, and he just he just basically just told the D, told the DB, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." Very sloppy, very lazy route run by Gabe Davis. I'm not putting that on Josh. When you go back and you look at the tape, that's not on Josh. You can say, "Well, Josh shouldn't have forced the ball here," but his, but his progression was like, "Yo, high low, boom boom." You know what I'm saying? And he almost kind of got rid of the ball before, as Gabe was kind of coming out of his route. You know what I'm saying? Now you can say, well, Josh, man, hold on to the ball and just take digs underneath. That would that would have been his likely his his third progression. I don't know what the if the protection would have held up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Rico says, yo, he, yo, he 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 rounded it out, man. I'm, I'm glad Rico came in here. Yo, he rounded that thing out, man. Easy for DB to jump on it. And we saw what happened. And when you're going against a team that has these caliber defensive backs, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Whitehead, safety. You cannot be lazy with it. You have to be precise, man. You have to run your routes with detail, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and be very, very specific with how you run the ball, how you run your routes. Gabe Davis just did not do that. He did just call it out, man. He, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. So these guys have to be better. The, the, the good news is that um, it's coachable, right? I know for a fact that you know Dorsey and, and the receivers coach, you know, they're in there all week and they're like, hey, look, man, this is this is what you're doing. You have to get depth. You have to, you can't run, you can't round off your route. You can't do this. You have to sell it better. You got to be better. Because your man, your man, your man Josh is taking all the bullets for you. And really, it was your fault. 
And if you go back and you watch that, go like I said, go back to Kurt Warner's man. Like go 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 watch him and go follow him on uh, on YouTube, man. Uh, the the court QB confidential. He breaks down the rest of them, and it was the same exact thing, the same recurring thing. Improper route depth run by the receiver. Interception. We can't have it, man. Especially not against those guys. So hopefully, um, they clean some things up in practice, in film study, as they get ready for this game against the Raiders because the Raiders have some very good DBs too. You got Marcus Peters and you've got Nate Hobbs. So it ain't, it's, it's not really going, it's not going to be easy going this week either. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I mean, blame could really be had on, on, on everybody. And I see Rico coming in. He says, yo, uh, I'm going to put that on Josh. Yo, he had Kincaid. He had Kincaid. And number one, uh, Diggs wide open. Diggs was wide open underneath. Yeah, but but if you look at it, I'm, I'm assuming, again, I'm not I'm not in there, so I don't really know the progression. Uh, but but in that high-low concept, it's, it's, it's whoever's running the high, which in this case was Gabe Davis, He's he, he's he's progression number one, Dalton Kincaid number two, and then you look underneath, right, to Diggs, who was who was, I think was third in that progression. Dalton Kincaid looked like he was open initially, but if you go back and you watch that from, from Kurt Warner, Sauce Gardner was playing that thing, man. He was baiting Josh to throw that ball to Dalton Kincaid underneath. And he was ready. And Josh highly respects. Sauce Gardner because Sauce is fast, yo, and he's tall. He's got those long arms. I think that Sauce could have easily jumped that. When you look at it in full speed and you look at it again, I'm not going to play it again, but but if you go back and you look at it, man, Sauce could have potentially jumped that. So I think that's what Josh was looking at. He's like, yo, I don't want to throw this thing to Dalton and, and run the risk of, 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 of having Sauce jump it, which he probably could have. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it to Gabe. Hopefully I can fit it in there right, but he couldn't. Because Gabe run a terrible route. Anyway, man, like blame, blame, blame all around. But I'm not putting that 100 on Josh. I'm not putting it 100. If, if it was a better route run, it's a completion. So, anyway, needless to say, man, I, I'm, I'm believing that these guys have worked some things out and have gotten things better as they approach this game here against against the Raiders. Smash that like, man. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Shout out to everybody who's watching me right now. Um, shout out to those who are listening via p- uh, podcast format. Those who are going to watch the replay. Shout out to each and every one of y'all right now. And everybody who's watching live, man, in the chat, what's going on? But let's let's keep it moving. I want to take a look right now at just some of the injury news. Uh, first and foremost, yo, knock on wood, yo, the Bills, they look, they look very healthy. Very healthy. As we look at, at the injury report right now, and, and furthermore, I want to say, yo, kudos to the Raiders injury report. I love this. I love the way they're doing this. They're putting not only their own report out, but they're actually showing the Bills a report and they're including it together. I love that. So um, whoever's in charge of putting out the Buffalo Bills injury report, I would appreciate it if you would put the opposing team's information on here too. It makes it a whole lot easier. But anyway, so when you look at – let's just take a look at the Raiders right now. Yo, they, they've got some – they've got names on the list, right? Devontae Adams, number one. Foot injury, did not participate in Wednesday's practice, but he was a full participant Thursday and Friday. Game status obviously has not been listed, but we could probably assume that he will play, okay? Uh, DeAndre Carter, the other wide receiver, uh, 
he had a knee, uh, he was on the report for a knee injury, did not report or did not participate Wednesday, limited Thursday, full participant Friday. We will see his game status coming up. Jimmy G was on that list, but he was a full participant. Uh, the names of note, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, the guy who actually led their team in receiving, it was not Devontae Adams, it was Jacoby Myers. He sustained a concussion and is currently in concussion protocol, so he did not participate all week, and he has already been ruled out of this game Sunday. So he's gone. Chandler Jones, we already know that he is he is out. And so that is going to be a, um, a huge loss for the Raiders passing game because as I mentioned, he led the he he led the team in receiving this past week. He went, uh, let me see here, 10 targets, nine receptions, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. Jacoby Myers, man, was the leading dog in that in that receiving room week one against the Broncos. He's going to be heavily missed in their passing game, but I do expect the Raiders to deploy, um, what's his name? My man, Hunter Renfro. My bad, Hunter Renfro. So another guy in the slot that we that the Bills are going to have to account for. But now let's look at the Buffalo Bills, and very clean, right? Very clean. Mitch Morse was the only person, the only player on the injury report all week, uh, sustained a, a finger injury, but he, yo, he's been he's been a full participant in practice all week. So I think it's fair to assume that Mitch Morse, outside of some fluke thing happening between now and tomorrow, knock on wood, he's going to play, and the Bills will be fully healthy apart outside of Von Miller. So that is uh, that's good. That's good. So we can expect our dogs, man, to be playing to be playing Sunday, fully healthy, and we're going to need it. We're going to need our guys because um, as we preview this this matchup with the Raiders, do we think it's going to be an easy game? Do we think it's going to be an easy game? I want, I, want, I want your opinion. I want your opinion. My opinion is this. No game is really easy in the NFL. No game is really easy. So I can expect the Raiders to really compete. But at the end of the day, I think the Bills are really going to come out and do their thing and uh, put the, put the you know, wood on them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that, that's, what I, that's what I expect. I really expect that every week, okay? Just let me put that out there. I expect the Bills to really, you know what I'm saying, put a can on everybody every week, okay? But this is going to be a, a, a different matchup. Uh, between the Bills and the Raiders. Even though the Raiders are going to be without Jacoby Myers, they still have weapons on the offense. They really do. They really do. When you look at last week, some of the some of the, 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 the team leaders last week for the Raiders on offense, Jimmy G, baby. Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G is not going to wow you, right? He's not, gonna, he's not that kind of guy. He's not going to wow you um, on, on the stat sheet. But he's just going to be efficient. He's going to be incredibly efficient. And last week, Mel, he went 20, 26, 20 of 26, 200 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. He had a 76.9% completion rate. Clean, right? Very clean. Didn't get sacked either. Very clean. Yeah, you look at the, the, the passing yards. You know, by today's NFL standards, 200 yards is, 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 is that's nothing, right? 
But if you just really just look at what he did, very efficient, right? I mean, come on now. 20 of 26. You, you're, you, you've got just shy under 27% completion rate. You got two touchdowns. And his average was almost eight yards per pot. Jimmy G, very clean. Then you look at the receiving yards. You look at Jacoby Myers, as I mentioned earlier. Jacoby Myers on 10 targets went nine for 81 with two touchdowns. That's very good. That's very good. Uh, Devontae Adams on nine targets. He went six receptions for 66 yards, no touchdowns. Okay. But 11 yards was his average. So that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty good um, output from, from, from your top two wide receivers. Okay. Uh, but then if you flip the script and uh, no matter of fact, I'm gonna stick with them. I'm gonna stick with this. You look at Josh Jacobs, right? Josh Jacobs, by all account, right? When you look at the numbers alone, Josh Jacobs didn't have a very good game on the ground against, against the Broncos. You look at it, 19 carries, 48 yards, no touchdowns. He averaged two and a half yards per carry. When you look at this, just on the surface level, it didn't look very good, right? It wasn't very good at all. But this is what I really want to point out as we look at this matchup here. This is, this is what I really want to point out. It was not the fact that Josh Jacobs did not have a good game on the ground. It's the fact that Mike McDaniel was consistent in running the ball. It was that he was consistent in running the ball. When you look at him, man, look. How many, how many carries did he have? 19. 19 carries from, 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 from Josh Jacobs. And you say, yo, all he got was 48 yards. Yeah, it's not the yardage, though. It's the attempts. It's the willingness to continue to run the ball. For what reason? For what reason? Well, it's for this reason right here. To have an efficient passing game. To have Jimmy G pass for 77%, 200 yards, two touchdowns. It's to have Jacoby Myers lead your, your receiving room with 80-something yards receiving and two touchdowns. And to be clean all game. It's to have an efficient offensive attack. And to do what you got to do to win the game. Right? To do what you got to do to win the game. That's what I need to see out of Ken Dorsey. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I want Ken Dorsey to run the rock to that, like to that degree. That's not what I'm saying. Because we don't we don't have Josh Jacobs in the backfield. <laughs> okay, we don't have him in the backfield. But it's it's how many times have you guys seen the Buffalo Bills try to run the ball, but then they quickly get away from it. Like quickly get away from it. I've seen them do it countless times, right? They start running the they start running the ball, and, and they may be successful to a degree, but they just get away from it. They get away from it too soon, in my opinion, and they just go straight past, straight past, straight past. You know, and we know when you got a guy like Josh Allen, you got Stephon Diggs, you got these receivers, you got these weapons. You don't want to take the ball out of Josh's hands, but at the end of the game, you want to win the game, and you want to do what works best, to, what 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 works in that particular game. When you look at the Buffalo Bills um, last week, 
let's take a look at some of the team leaders, right? And it's kind of hard to hard to find some team leaders after that performance. But Josh Allen, 236 yards passing, okay? 29 of 41. 29 of 41. My man had 41 attempts. 41 passing attempts. For 236 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, five sacks, one lost fumble. 70% completion rate. But the number that really sticks out to me, and this is the number that I don't like, it's the 41 attempts. And not only is it the 41 pass attempts, it's the 41 pass attempts against that defense in the Jets. That defense that 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 features Sauce Gardner, uh, DJ Reed, Whitehead, the defensive front that we face, you know what I'm saying, Quinn and Williams, and you've got C.J. Mosley. Like, 41 pass attempts against that defense? Come on now, right? And you look at James Cook running the rock, 12 carries. 12 carries from James Cook. 12, 12 for 46. No touchdowns. Average 3.8 yards per carry. Yo, James Cook actually had a better game statistically than Josh Jacobs did last week. He really did. He, he averaged 3.8 yards per carry, but only 12 rushing attempts to Josh Jacobs' 19. All I'm saying is that Sometimes you have to be willing just to keep going and keep doing it and keep doing it, especially if it's working. Latavius Murray, two carries, eight yards. uh, Damian Harris, one. So, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. All all I'm saying is that I need the Bills to probably come off of that 41 passing attempts, especially when you're going up against a a, a team with a secondary like the Jets. Be particular. Understand who you're going up against, right? That's 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 really all I'm trying to say in a nutshell. All right. So this game and this matchup is going to be key. It really is going to be crucial uh, because I'm curious to know as we kind of pivot and we go to, to, to the matchup watch, who do we have our eyes on in this particular matchup? Who, who, who stands out in this matchup? Who do you want to see? We're going to talk about some keys to big dubs here a little bit later. But when you look at the matchup, tail of the tape, Raiders-Bills, who do you have your eyes on in this game? Let me know in the chat. I want to know. For me, (laughs) off the top, off the top, it's Spencer Brown against Max Crosby. It really is. Because that brother right there, I'm talking about Max Crosby. He's a problem and a half, okay? He's a problem and a half. We already know. That guy is is fantastic. Fantastic. Sean McDermott was singing his praises this week. Just talking about just just the effort, the high-level effort that he puts into it. Week in and week out. Every single game, high-motor guy. And then not only is he a high-motor, but the guy has incredible talent. So you get a guy with, with that degree of, ta- of talent, elite-level pass rusher, plus the high motor, he does things right. So you've got him licking his chops, looking at Spencer Brown. 
And last week, Max Crosby, man, five total tackles. Uh, he had one sack, one tackle for loss. He's going to be a problem. He, 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 the Bills have to circle that guy. They definitely have to circle him. They're going to have to give Spencer Brown some help. There is no way on earth they can go into this game expecting Spencer Brown to hold his own against Max Crosby with no chipping help. You know, I mean, come on now. Unless you want Josh to get destroyed, you better you better give that brother some help. Okay? That's that that's that's probably the number one matchup for me. I need to see what they're gonna do with Max Crosby. I really do. Another one, obviously, man, yo, I want to see Stefan Diggs going against Marcus Peters. We already know that's gonna be a that's gonna be a deal. That's gonna be a fun matchup because yo, both of them like to talk trash. Marcus Peters likes to run his mouth, man. Yo, he he is he is a he is a trash talker amongst elite level trash talkers. And so he's gonna be chirping. Diggs is gonna be chirping. That's gonna be a fun matchup watching those two guys go 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 at it. Um, I, I'm I'm interested, man, to see Stephon Diggs get the best of Marcus Peters. That's gonna be another matchup I'm watching. Who else in this game do you guys? Uh, who else are you guys looking at? I want to know from you guys, man. Mafia, fanatics, who are you looking at? In five seasons, check this out, man. In five seasons, this is this is Max Crosby, thirty-eight and a half sacks, two double-digit sack seasons, and he had twelve and a half sacks last year. <laughs> if you don't think. That guy needs is a problem. If you don't think Max Crosby is somebody that you need to circle, you're tripping. You know what I'm saying? That guy is a problem. A problem. I'm telling you right now, man, like the Buffalo Bills and probably these these let me let me just run through the schedule, man. Like the Bills are going to face some very 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 talented defensive linemen in the coming weeks. We already saw the defensive line that the Jets put out. This week, man, you're going to have Max Crosby, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. And then you're going to have a young guy in Tyree Wilson, their first-round draft pick. You know, he didn't really do much last game, but, yo, this guy is – he's a problem. And he's somebody else that, 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 that Deion Dawkins, I think, is going to get that matchup, but he's going to have to be watching out for because Tyree Wilson, man, is going to be somebody, another pass. So they have these two pass rushers, right? It's going to be very interesting, see, uh, to say the least. The Bills' offensive line matching up against the defensive line of the, of, of the Las Vegas Raiders is going to be interesting, man. I think we can get it. I think we can get it done. And I'll talk about keys to big dubs here a little bit later about what I think is going to be crucial for the Buffalo Bills in order for them to win this game. But... As far as matchups are concerned, I've got my eyes, man. I really do on Spencer Brown. It, yo, give this. He needs help. He really does. He, he needs help. And if they don't give him help, it's going to be a long day for Josh. It really is. So I'm looking at that. Who do you guys have? Who are you guys looking at? Uh, somebody says, yo, yo, Bill I am says, yo, I hope. I hope if Fetty can be activated. <laughs> have we, here's a question I want to ask you all. Have we approached panic 
mode yet at the right tackle position. Are we like pressing that button that you'll panic? Like I'm panicking right now, right tackle. Or are we just like, oh man, let's just let's just pump the brakes here a little bit. It's week two. Let's 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 give Spencer Brown some time to kind of get get himself together. Where 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 do you guys stand off you? I tell you right now, I'm in the panic button. Uh, that, that's Ryan. Panic. I have not seen enough out of Spencer Brown to let me know that he is going to improve in pass protection. He's decent in the run game when he's able to get out ahead of people. But in pass protection, he has been hot garbage. Let's just be honest, man. Call a spade a spade. He has been hot garbage. And I have yet to see any level of improvement out of Spencer Brown that gives me, you know, enough assurance to say we'll be all right at that position. I don't see it. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. I just don't see it. Where do you guys land, Bills Mafia? Is it time to panic? Arkhamon says, yo, panic button, baby. Pushing it. Yes, it's time to panic. It's time to panic. That's where I am. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. It could be, like I said, it could be a long game. It could be a long day for Josh if they don't get that taken care of. We've seen it last year where what the Bills had to do probably for the for the majority of the year, which is why this guy's numbers, you know, um, decreased and p- people were talking about, yo, how are you going to pay him this? And he didn't put this, this, you know, he had this kind of a year. Dawson Knox, man, like last year, Dawson Knox spent, spent a lot of his time chipping and helping Spencer Brown out because he could not do his job by himself. The guy who they really just handed the job to, Spencer Brown, coming out of Northern Iowa, he wasn't able to do his job on his own. So they had to go ahead and and uh, and bring in Dawson Knox for the majority of the year to help him out. Are they going to have to do the same thing this year? <laughs> yeah, I really, I really do. If 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 they want to keep Josh Allen healthy, they're going to have to do it. And so, Dawson, I love you, man. Sorry, brother. You you know you you may have another down year in terms of numbers, but Spencer Brown can't he he can't do his job. <laughs> he can't do his job by himself successfully. So it looks like you're going to have to be you know in line again and chipping. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a problem. And it could be a problem. But on the plus side, we've got Dalton Kincaid. So so where Dawson Knox is probably going to be, you know, uh, having not as good of a statistical output as we would hope, we got another tight end in Dalton Kincaid who could probably, you know, cover, uh, cover the slack. That's where I am, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for somebody else, man. I, I, need, I, need, I need another right tackle. But at this stage in the game, this late in the – I mean, we're already in the regular season. Like, like starting caliber right tackles aren't just falling off trees. Like, teams are not just getting rid of them. Unless you're the Cincinnati Bengals who just let go of Lael Collins. Lael Collins, Collins is available. Do you think Brandon Bean is on the phone right now? We're trying to call trying, – trying to get a hold of – of Lyle Collins' representatives and be like, yeah, hey, man, it kind of Buffalo right now. I'll give you – starting job is yours right now. Come in. All you got to do is pass the physical. Uh, we'll give you like a week to, to learn off or whatever. I don't care. You can block. I'm throw you in there right now. 
because uh, we've got a turnstile at right tackle. This job is yours. Signed, Brandon Bean. Holla at your boy. Ends the call. It's You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I see it, man. Like, like get and, and word on the street was that, yo, Collins has had about, you know, a dozen or so suitors, man. People calling him. Brandon Bean better be one of them. He better be one of them. He better be one of them for sure. All right. For sure. Anyway, yo, we are almost an hour into the show. Yo, man, it, time has really, really, really flown by. Shout out to you guys, man. Hit that like button. Uh, supportbf.com, man, is where you can follow all Buffalo Fanatics. But, uh, hey, this is what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to take a, just a short break because when we come back, we're about to rev things up here a little bit, man. We are about to get into some of my favorite segments. I want to know from you all, who needs to put up or shut up in this game? That's who I want to know. Who needs to put up or shut up in this game? And then we're going to talk about some keys to big dubs and then your score predictions coming right up after the break. But until then, yo, here is a word from a couple of our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. Look, are you a business or individual who owes a little tax? Yep. To the IRS, Business Master has your back. Do. We'll sort your tax issues so you can go and live your life. Hey. Jumpy Albert has the experience in me right by your side. Give yeah. the Business Master a call if you owe taxes to the IRS. 8877-364-1444. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code BUFFALOFANATICS and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to one hundred dollars. Put up, shut up. Buffalo Fanatics, Bills Mafia. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for put up or shut up. Who on the Bills team? As they get ready for this game Sunday, baby, tomorrow against the Raiders, home opener, who needs to put up or shut up? I need to hear from you. Drop it right now in the chat. Let me know what you guys think about it. Who needs to put up or shut up? Who is it? I'm going to tell you right now. This gentleman right now, this guy, yo. This guy right now, he's, yo, he is about to, I don't know. I'm trying not to walk back a whole lot of some of the things that I do say. I'm saying, because when I put a take out there, I just put it out there. You know what I'm saying? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm, whatever. But this guy right here, man, coming up is about to make me walk back every single thing I said about him. Because I've been pumping him up. I was big on him last year. Big on him last year, man. And he had, you know, he kind of let me down. But I made excuses for him coming into the season. I was like, you know what? We make excuses. Had an ankle injury. Yada, yada, yada. Whoop-de-whoop. 
So I hyped him up again coming in this year. I'm like, yo, contract season. This guy is going to have a fantastic season. You know what I'm talking about. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis needs to put up or shut up. He's already, in week two, made my put up or shut up list. He has. Because this guy, for a number two wide receiver in this team, in this offense, you got Stephon Diggs. We know he's going to do his thing every week. He's going to do his thing. He's going to do his thing. Yo, when he was, yo, Stephon Diggs against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, you know, going back and forth. Stephon Diggs on 13 targets, 10 receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Diggs is him. But you know who ain't him? Gabe Davis. I'm going to say, I said it. Right now, Gabe Davis ain't him. I know it's two weeks in the season, but yo, he ain't him. He ain't showing me that he's him. And I put my neck out on the line for him. This guy's going to have a, he's going to have his, yeah, yeah. Now, granted, he could. I get it. It's only week two. But in two weeks, I need more from Gabe. I'm looking at this game right here last week, and all we needed was some more output. Where's the help? Where's the help? Gabe Davis, four targets, two receptions, 32 yards. 32 yards. That's it. And then he was the, the he was a brother who ran that sloppy route, making it easy for, for Whitehead to make that pick on Josh. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis in a contract year, trying to get paid. Mr. C on my chest, Captain. I need you to put up or shut up this game. We need more output out of you, man. And I believe in you, Gabe. You can do it. You can do it. Other guys, like, I, look, I see some names in here. I see Spencer Brown coming in, but yo, do we, can we do we really expect Spencer Brown to put up? I mean, really, how much do we really? I mean, what's the, what's the level of expectation when it comes to Spencer Brown? I don't expect him to do anything. I really don't. So, so, so my, the bar, the bar for me for Spencer Brown is so low. He's not even making the put up or shut up list because I don't expect him to put up at all either. Regardless, I don't think he has it in him to do it. I don't. So Davis, yeah, he's on it. I see, I see others saying Gabe Davis. Uh, another name on the list. I see somebody. Yo, Terrell Bernard. Terrell Bernard. I don't know if I'm there yet, Robin. Um, I think it's gonna be hard. This season, because we're trying to compare whoever the Bills throw out currently right now is Terrell Bernard. We're trying, we're going to compare him to, to to Tremaine Edmonds. So that's kind of an that's, that's going to be an unfair comparison, you know, all season. Because you, I mean, we're talking about a Pro Bowl caliber middle linebacker in Tremaine Edmonds, who was a starter since day one, right? So it's going to be difficult for Terrell to really meet that level of expectation. So he's going to look, you know what I'm saying? But I was kind of encouraged. I was. I really was kind of encouraged last game. When I look at it, I mean, 11, 11 total tackles. Right? I think he led, he led the defense in tackles. Seven assists, four solo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's, that, that's not bad. Matt Milano right behind him with eight. So I just need to see more out of Terrell. I think, you know, that, like, again, 
he has never started. He's never been in this position. I've got more more grace for Terrell Bernard, you know what I'm saying, than I do other players on this team. So I'm not quite there yet for Terrell Bernard. But who else needs to put up or shut up? Who else? I'm scrolling through the chat right now. I want to see who else needs to be on this list. Yeah, Tom Jim for life says, yo, Terrell Bernard had a solid game. Yeah, that, that's, where I, that's where I am. We'll see this, we'll see this game <laughs> because, hey, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. They got some problems going up against, against, against these guys right here. Um, another, t- yeah. Oh, 916 came in. I love it. I love it. 916 says, yo, the special teams need to put up or shut up. Man, a thousand percent. The special teams has, has not looked good. They didn't look good in preseason. They, they, they started off this year looking bad. They need to put up or shut up, man. We, we cannot. In a game like last week, <laughs> when the offense in overtime went three and out, you're waiting and you're ready for the defense to get on the field and make a stop against Zach freaking Wilson, of all people. To make a stop against Zach Wilson, I don't think anybody expected the game to be won at the hands of special teams who could not cover and gave up a overtime punt, I mean, kick return touchdown, punt return touchdown. I don't think anybody expected that. Special teams, you cannot. You cannot play a part in losing these games, when the, especially when the game is on the line. So, yeah, 916, I love it. Special teams, definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think just in my head right now, uh, other players besides this guy that I'm about to, to name right now that needs to put up or shut up. And I don't really think of anybody else. I can't think of anybody else. I'm going through the defense. I think they were, they were pretty solid. Oh, well, hold on a second. <laughs> How could I forget? How could I forget? How could I forget? Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Where were you, bro? Where were you? I'm going to put your name up here on this banner because the world needs to see this. Ed Oliver, I need you to put up a shut up, man. You pay way too much money. Way too much money. Now, granted, this past game, he had half sack. I'll give it to him. Five tackles. Okay? But, yo, who... Let's be honest. Did y'all really notice Ed last week? Did y'all notice Ed last week? I didn't notice him. Normally, you know, that's that's a good sign if you're an offensive lineman. But defensive lineman, you don't want to go unnoticed. I'll tell you who I did notice. I noticed Leonard Floyd first year in this, in, on this team. I noticed Leonard Floyd. Notice him flying off the edge. Notice, notice Daquan Jones. Ed, I did not notice you. Notice group, Greg Rousseau. I did not notice Ed Oliver, and that's a problem. Former top 10 first-round draft pick. Just got a bag, and you go silent. You go missing for the most part. Ed Oliver, man, I need, I need Ed to put up or shut up this game. All right. Now, next, 
Last but not least. Last but not least. And my man Jeff King comes in. Yo, he says the exact same thing that I'm about to say. It's Josh Allen. It is Josh Allen. Jeff says, yo, I need more from Josh. Fifth year, stop with the over-aggressiveness. Take the short yardage and move the chains. That's the name of the game. Move the chains. Jeff, as always, man, like I, I agree, dude. Like Josh Allen needs to put up this game. You have to put up this game, Josh. If you want to shut up everybody that's been talking, all the naysayers and all that kind of stuff, yo, I'm with you, dog. I'm with you. But you cannot come again, come in this game and have another hot garbage performance like you did last week. You are the leader of this thing. You're it. You lead the entire team. You are the face of the franchise. You are the captain. The team goes, the franchise goes as you go. Josh, and I know you've got it in you, bro. I'm not doubting you. One, I'm not doubting you at all. But you've got to put up this game. We cannot have, you have been in this league too long. You know what I'm saying? Too long. Too long. Josh, please put up in this game. Put up in this game. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yo, Mark, yo, Mike comes to you and says, yo, Ed, who? And another overpaid weakness. <laughs> oh, man. The thing about it is this, yo. Ed Oliver, yo, he can do it. Like, I think he has the potential, like, to really be a game-changing defensive tackle. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a motor, if it's a motor thing. If he takes plays off, he he needs to flip on this dominant switch. You know, because it just it's just it's just hot and cold, man. It's it's hit or miss for Ed. It is like you throw Quentin Williams, boom. Quentin Williams don't need nobody next to him to go off. He don't. Chris Jones don't need nobody next to him to go off. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Ed, but Ed, the talk is, yo, Ed needs a one tech next to him. Yo, he needs Daquan Jones to go off. He needs a he needs an elite pass rusher. But, but you're supposed to be a top dog, defensive tackle. Anyway. 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 I need these two. I need these guys to put up a shut up this game. All right. I definitely need them to put up a shut up. But now, as we proceed, as we proceed, it is time. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time. And I'm going to let my man, Jordan Poyer, lead us off. It's time for some Big Dog! Big Dog! We've reached... This time of the show, baby, keys to big dubs. Keys to the big dubs, man. Yo, in order for the Buffalo Bills to win this game and not go 0-2 on the season, at home, Highmark Stadium against the Las Vegas Raiders, making a cross-country trip, 1-0. What do the Bills need to do, man? What do these guys need to do? 
What are some keys? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. This is where it starts for me. This is where it starts for me. It's always going to start in the trenches. Always. It's always going to start in the trenches. I need them, number one, to figure out a way to keep Josh upright. Okay? You got to keep Josh upright. Can't have him scrambling. You just can't have it. Okay? You got to get him safe. And I just don't think that Josh Allen feels safe in his, in his own pocket. Because even sometimes when it's a clean pocket, he still manages to scramble. When you're like, Josh, all you got to do is just, just, hey, man, just step up in the pocket. You're good. But I think that, I think that he is so accustomed to having defenders in his lap, guys coming flying off of his right side because Spencer Brown can't do his job. I think that he is just, it's just like, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a natural thing for him to scramble because he does not trust his offensive line, even at times when the offensive line is doing a pretty good job. He doesn't trust them. He doesn't. And so, the off- and you know what happens, man? When, like, when trust is broken, it's hard to get it back. Now, will Josh ever say it out loud? No, he won't say it. Of course. Well, he certainly ain't going to say it to us, right? He may talk to him, you know, uh, in the locker room, or he may not. He just may just put it all on his, on his back and, and, and just take all the bullets, which if that's the case, that, 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 that's not right because some of these guys need to stand up. But I need, in order for them to really secure this win or to make it easier, they need to protect him better. You've got Max Crosby flying off the right side, Spencer Brown. You're going to have Tyree Wilson flying off the left side, Deion Dawkins. They need to seal the edges, contain the edges of this offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Because especially that, that's where Josh is going. He's going to like to scramble. When he does scramble, we know he likes to take off to his right. Max Crosby is going to be right there. Offensive line, protect Josh. Keep him, keep him upright and rebuild that trust. Secondly, secondly, and most importantly, in my opinion, is this, and it goes back to the earlier point I made when I was looking at, at, at just um, the numbers from the Raiders and looking at Josh Jacobs. You have to, have to, have to, have to stop that brother right there. You have to stop that brother right there. Do you do? You cannot let this brother go off. You can't. Because he will go off on you. Now, we saw what happened last week, didn't we? You can let Brees Hall run for over 100 yards, and he broke free. That was a couple, a couple runs. Boom. And he's like, but yeah, but outside of those two runs, we can't do no outside of this. No. How are you going to remove those two runs? No. That's a part of it. You, can't, you know what I'm saying? We can't cherry pick the rush stats, the defensive line. We can't, we can't cherry pick that stuff. It's a part of the rush defense. It's a part of it. Oh man, yo, they had a huge leak. They let that, they, yo, they let that brother run for seventy yards. If not for Benford, he 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 would have he would have scored. Yeah, but the rest of the game, they tightened it up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was all part of it. And if you don't think that Josh Jacobs is licking his chops, going against this defensive front right now, who has been leaky to say the least. Even going all the way back to the Cincinnati Bengals game. 
You're sadly mistaken. You're sadly mistaken. All of these guys who are responsible for it. Yeah, Trey White responsible for it, for, for, for that leakage. You know what I'm saying? But other guys, man, as well. The defensive line not setting the edge. Come on, man. We can't, we can't have it. We really can't have it. Because I guarantee you. I, look, there was, a, there was a guy who put a stat. Let me, let me, let me pull it up. Because I don't have the advanced metrics. But somebody put this up. And they were talking about some of the, uh, the personnel packages that the Raiders ran um, last week. They were saying, like, there are three key personnel packages that the Raiders ran last week. And it was 21 personnel, where it's two running backs, one tight end. 22 personnel, two running backs, two tight ends. And 23 personnel, two running backs, three tight ends. Each three of these personnel packages that the Raiders ran, they are top three in the NFL in their usage. When they run 21 personnel, which is two running backs, one tight end, last week, 16 plays at 21 personnel, third in the NFL. When they went with 22, when they went with two running backs and two tight ends, third in the NFL, five plays out of that. When they went even heavier, with the 23 personnel, they were four plays and they're second in the NFL. I think it's safe to say that the Raiders are going to play smash mouth football against the Buffalo Bills defense. I think it's safe to say that. And when you have a dog behind you like Josh Jacobs, why wouldn't you? Okay. Which played into their efficiency numbers, right? Which is why when you looked at, at, at Jimmy G, you're like, well, on the surface level, he, you know, it was, it was all right, but it was efficient, highly efficient because they continued to run the rock with Josh Jacobs. Even though he didn't have a big game on the ground, they were consistent with it and wearing down the defense. Because when you guys have to go up and, and tackle this brother all game long, eventually you're going to wear out. You know what I'm saying? And so especially when you, when you have him and then you're running – Two tight ends, three tight end packages. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Buffalo Bills defensive front, y'all better come with it. You better come with it, baby. You better come with it. You better come with it. You know, Town for Loss says, Ayo, and they ran uh, 13 personnel, one running back, <laughs> three tight ends. So, like, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's going to be a problem, man. It really is going to be a problem um, for the Buffalo Bills. If they want to win this game, the, the defensive line is going to have to do much better, okay? I'm all about like, – I'm encouraged by their pass rush. I think the pass rush is probably defensively for the Bills is going to be the best thing going for them this year. And this is without Vaughn Miller. So, yeah, I'm all about that. But if you can't stop the run, what does the pass – the pass rush don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's always been like, yo, hey, run fits, man. Like, like, like the guys are, are not playing. They're not being gap sound. I'm, I'm interested, man, in, in how the Bills are going to approach this game right here. Are they going to devote their attention defensively to stopping Josh Jacobs by just rushing four and putting the rest in coverage? Because they want to just like – because they're, they're keying in on Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and that passing attack with, with even rookie uh, tight end 
uh, Michael Myers? Or are they going to devote their attention to stopping the run? Maybe putting in eight in the box and sacrificing, you know, some of the pass coverage. Very interesting. In my opinion, the defensive line front four has not shown an ability to stop the run so far with just four-man rush. To me, it's all about Josh Jacobs. I said this in the in the in the Bengals loss. I said it going going all the way back. Like, look, because at that time, nobody was talking about Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon was doing it. He was like, yeah, he was all right. I'm like, yo, they better stop him. They better focus. I don't care. I don't care about, about Chase and Higgins. Stop, stop the run. Stop and run first. Key in on it. You know what happened. They didn't do it. So for me, it is that. If you can stop Josh Jacobs, then the pass rush is going to go off because you make them one-dimensional. They can no longer run the ball with Josh Jacobs, so they have to pass the ball. The run game is, is ineffective. That's when these pass rushes like Leonard Floyd and Greg Rousseau, they can really go off and tee off. And we'll see those efficiency numbers from, from Jimmy G start to go in the wrong direction. And maybe we get some interceptions, some tip balls, you know what I'm saying? But stop the run first is what I'm trying to say. And we can do it. We can do it. The key to Big Dub, you guys let me know. Let me take this time. I want, I want to go through the chat. I want to see what you guys think. Um... Yo, Kendarian Smith, yo, he comes in and says, yo, we stopping that tomorrow, man. Go, Bills. You won't have 100 yards rushing because we're going to get off to a lead. That is, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Really am. I don't really think it's, it's, it's about Josh Jacobs running for 100 yards because he didn't do it last week, but they were still effective because of how many times they ran the rock and how, and how consistent they were with it. To me, though, it's your last statement. Because we're going to get off to a lead. That's it. Right there. The Buffalo Bills on offense have to come out on all cylinders. All cylinders. I mean, have that sense of urgency. You know the same sense of urgency they had in that two-minute drill? and You know what I'm saying? To, uh, in last week in the fourth quarter when they're trying to tie it up or get in position to tie it up to go into overtime? That two-minute drill when all of a sudden they flipped the switch and they were highly efficient. Boom, 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 boom. March all the way down the field. Where is that? That's what I need. And in fact, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for having that type of offense. Running, that, that, <laughs> running that, that no huddle style offense a little bit more. Because if that's what it takes to get the offense going and to move in the chains, then so be it. Do it. But they need to be efficient on offense and get off to an early lead. Because if the Bills can get up on these boys, if they can get up to score 14 point difference 17 points if they can get up to the look i wouldn't say it's the game over but it's, it's pretty close to it because now you put the you put them in a bind the raiders i'm talking about now you put the you put the game on on, on jimmy g's shoulders and on his arm and he's gonna have to pass to catch up plays into our strengths guys play use the strengths to your advantage offense get off to a hot fast start get up on these guys the strength of your team on defense, pass. Look, that's it, man. That's it. Easier said than done, right? These boys are going to do it. These boys are going to do it. I believe in them. I believe in them. Tom Jim for life says, yo, bring the K-gun back. Bring the K-gun back. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that they need to do it 
as like this is their uh, their offense all game is it, just this you know up tempo offense. But I'm saying like situationally outside of the two minute drill, and everybody knows you're trying to do it. Go up tempo, man. Go up tempo. Get on these boys quick. And even if that's what it takes to get the offense and Josh in a rhythm, you do that. It's gravy, man. It's gravy, ain't it? I think that's what I think that I think that's to me is the recipe for, for success going forward. I love it. I love it, man. And I think that's what it's, I think that is what it's going to take for the Bills to win this game. Stop the run. Key in. I don't care if you have to give up some 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 numbers to Devontae Adams. Understand they don't have Jacoby Myers this game. So they're going to have to rely on other guys like Hunter Renfro in the slot. I'm okay. I feel good with Teron, with, Teron, with Teron Johnson in there. I'm good. Carter, I'm okay with Christian Benford on him. Trey White on Devontae Adams, I'm fine. Our secondary, I'm good. So because they're missing somebody, man, key in on Josh Jacobs, man, for crying out loud. Don't let that brother go off. Stop him. Protect Josh. Get off to an early lead. And Bills Mafia, <laughs> this game could be over by halftime. <laughs> it really can. It really could. This game really could be over by halftime if we play the cards right. If we play the cards right, it could be over by halftime. You know what I'm saying? You know what time it is, though? It's time for score predictions. It's time for score predictions. So with everything that's been said today on the show, and shout out to everybody, man, who's been watching me, smash that like, hit the subscribe button, go to supportbf.com, follow us on all of our social media platforms. You're going to want to do it. Keep yourself plugged in this year. It's going to be a fun ride. Make sure you're buckled up. All right. Don't let last game get you off the train track. Don't let last game get you off the ride. Like, I'm done with this game. I don't want to ride this game no more. I don't want to ride this ride no more. Why? You got you got a little scared? It's all right, baby. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? This, look, look, here's some encouragement. The top three AFC teams last year, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, all lost week one. Now, do forget what the national media is saying. Do you think for one hot minute? that all three of them teams, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills, are not going to be in it when the dust settles at the end of the year? Do you think these three teams are not going to be the top dogs when it's all said and done? Come on, man. Don't trip. Don't blink like, like Von Miller says. Don't blink. So score prediction time, baby. With that being said, let me score predictions. Last week, I went on a 40-burger. Maybe I was a little too, a little too uh, hyped up. Maybe I was a little too too anxious. I, I've been wanting that 40-burger for a long time. I really have. I wanted them to get it against the Jets on Monday Night Football to hush all that nonsense up. Didn't happen. Well short of a 40-burger, right? But are we going to get close this week? What do you guys think? I'm looking down right now. I see Bo, Bo Boer says, yo, 38-10 bills. Bo, don't y'all get me that excited already, man, because you're going to make me do it. I love it. 38-10. to 38-10. Hold on a second. I can't do score predictions without this. I've got to do this, man. I've got to have some noise in the background, baby. So let me go ahead and cut this off. You know what Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, you know Coach Prime, right? When he gets in his bag, what does he say? Play my darn theme music. Here we go, baby. This is my theme. Play my darn theme music. I got to have it. Yeah. 
There we go. Let's cut the volume up a little bit more. I got to feel it a little bit in my chest. Here we go. I'm loving it. Yeah, we go. Now we go. Now we popping, baby. Let's get it. Billy Williams comes in and says, yo, 28 to 10 bills. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got it. We got it. 40 burger sighting. Here we go. Robin Brown comes in. 47-10. Bills, baby. The first 40 burger of the show that I'm seeing. And I love it, Robin. 47-10. Buffalo Bills over the Las Vegas Raiders. Tom Jim for life comes in. He says, yo, 34-13. Bills. Love it. Bills fan 1970. 28-17. Bills. Oh, man. Yo, Bo Boris, yo, he says, yo, he says, yo, music changes things. 45-10 bills. That's what I'm talking about, Bo. That's what I'm talking about, man. Here we go. Now we popping. Bills fan 1970. You feel it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just bob your head with it, man. You know it feels good to you. It feels good to you on Saturday, baby. You loving it? College football. Coach Prime going to do his thing later tonight, baby. You know what I'm saying? He going to do his thing. Colorado Buffalo, shout out. Then we got Bills football tomorrow. It's going to be all good. Season Beast comes in. He says, yo, 35-21. Buffalo, baby. Love it. Oh, we got another one. Kim Betts comes through with another 40 burger. 41-24, Kim. I love it. I love it, baby. Y'all keep dropping them in the chat. Christopher Roseboro comes in. 34-14, Bills. So you all right now, based on what I'm seeing, it ain't even going to be close. Bill's going to beat the brakes off of these boys. They're going to beat the brakes off them. Send them all the way back to Las Vegas. I love it. James Hill, 34-21 Bills. I love it. 34-21 Bills, man. This is nice. This is nice. Jeff King. 28-21 Bills. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm seeing something. I'm seeing something. Let me go up. Where, where did you go? Where did you go? Hold on a second. I got to find this comment. I got to find this comment. Where'd it go, man? Where'd it go? Y'all talking about theme music. Where'd it go, man? I, j- I just saw it. I just saw it because it looks like, looks like, looks like I'm a DJ. And we have a, we have we have a request. We've got a request going in right now, and so, yeah, here we go. John Barton comes in and says, "Yo, shout song, shout song." Okay, I got the shout song on deck. FYI, but if you guys want to hear the shout song right now, as we go over these score predictions, you guys drop that in the chat. Write shout song, and I'll play the shout song if that's what it takes to get y'all revved up for the game. All right? So, I, yeah, I'm willing, to, I'm willing to do the to, – to, I'm willing to do it. If y'all want the shout song, let me know. Here we go. Tom Jim for life says, yo, hey, listen, if the Bills win in a dominant fashion, we're back in this conversation. Man, we ain't, we ain't left the conversation, Tom. We ain't left the conversation. Forget what the national media is talking about. The Bills are always going to be in the conversation. Don't let that, don't let that fool you, man. Don't let it fool you. South 24-13 score predictions. Love it, man. 
Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> yo, so no shot song? All right, no shot song. 916 says, yo, nah, nah, play some Drake. Nah, I, I ain't got Drake. I'm sorry, man. I ain't got Drake. All right, so my score prediction. My score prediction. Let me see here. I think the Bills are set up, man. I think the Bills are set up right now. Josh Allen to have a redemption game. Josh Allen's going to have a redemption game against the Raiders at home in front of the home crowd for the home opener. And I'm saying this right here. Buffalo Bills. 33. Las Vegas Raiders. 13. 33-13. Your Buffalo Bills. 20-point victors over the Las Vegas Raiders. 33-13, baby. And like I said, it ain't going to be close. And it could be over by halftime. It could be over by halftime if the Bills do what I said is the key to the big dubs. But that's what I'm saying. 33-13, baby. You guys, y'all fantastic. You guys are fantastic. Shout out to the Mafia. Shout out to the Mafia, man. I'm loving y'all. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button, man, if you haven't already done so. Grace and peace, baby. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of today. Get ready for tomorrow. But as always, man, as always, grace and peace. God bless. And go Bills. Let's get it. those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. 
Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.